guys, and welcome back to Nerdified Gamers. Hope you've checked out all my pages. Hope you've liked and commented on everything, given me suggestions, and that would be great for any uh, sort of ideas I'd like to have in the future. Um, as far as today goes, I would love and love and love to talk about Legend of Zelda because it has left an imprint on my life, so much so that it really drove me uh, and gave me a passion towards video games in ways that I can't really say about any other game, so let's just talk about that for now. First thing I'd like to talk about is Hyrule Field. What an amazing place. You enter it, the music that just hits different. Um, you go in there, it's so vast and so, it, uh, in retrospect, kind of empty now, but at the time was so uh, expandable and so full of life, so many creatures and stuff going on. Um, definitely now in open world RPGs, there's definitely a lot more stuff going on, but I mean, at the time, it was just bananas and uh, so realistic and real to life. The fact that you could go and choose to where you wanted to go, uh, maybe you wanted to take a trip to Hyrule Castle and just hang out in the courtyard, or if you wanted to go to Lon Lon Ranch and, you know, check up on what's going there and meet Epona, all that fun stuff, um, really kind of in my opinion, set the start for any sort of open world RPG, and I think that's, you know, looking back on it is just, it makes sense, you know, and it's, that makes sense why uh, it's generally agreed upon that Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is one of the greatest games of all time, um, so there's that. I kind of forgot my point, but just bear with me here. I'm just taking a trip down memory lane today, um, so many things I loved about it, um, the Zoras, all the fun characters, you know, all the fun missions, and even side quests, that was, I believe that was a starting point for side quests, um, from what I can remember, any sort of memorable one, that is, to say the least, and yeah, there's just, you know, there's so much going on there, they really took a gamble by heading into 3D, um, you know, the success of Mario 64 and all this um, made it clear that it was difficult to transition into the 3D realm. Uh, looking back on some other games that maybe didn't transition so well, uh, people had a hard time kind of uh, with some games. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I guess like Bubsy comes to mind and just some, some other stuff that didn't really translate well to 3D. Um, yeah, there, you know, Legend of Zelda, that's just a staple in anyone's life, and in my opinion, it's, for any kid playing games now, I would highly suggest that that be a game that they play first, um, not only because it's an amazing story and all this, but I really, really do think that uh, starting off a kid with The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time will give them an opportunity to look past graphics, um, and really be able to explore retro video games and the history of video games in a way that I feel like most kids don't appreciate now. Um, talking to kids uh, nowadays, you really hear that graphics is a very important subject to them, which I'm not saying it's not, but I really think that a lot of games are overlooked because of that fact, because it's retro and whatnot. Um, but the story and the and the characters and everything going on there, the field, the landscape, the environment, are just timeless in my opinion, which I'm sure many, many people agree upon. Um, so I really do think if you have a young child, start them off there, 
and uh you know just go from there you can introduce them to other video games later uh in terms of modern day video games um playing warzone you always see that one kid that doesn't know what's going on is just shooting up in the air and it's like why are you playing this man there's so many more wholesome games that your parents should be providing you whatever go out and buy an n64 go out and buy uh, whatever, like, uh, unfortunately, you can't get it on the Switch right now, which I think is a missed opportunity, for sure, um, because the thing about Legend of Zelda, I've purchased that game many, many a time, uh, whether it be on the actual console, selling it, reselling it, buying it back to have it back in my collection as an adult, and just, um, you know, I always have it, I always have it read- readily available, I have it currently on the 3DS, which I guess is the definitive version right now, but that's just graphics-wise and all this, but, um, I really do think that the, uh, Nintendo missed an opportunity by adding N64 games to, um, the eShop, so, which I don't really understand. If someone could make me aware or give me any sort of idea why they did that, um, you know, uh, like, okay, in, in perspective, we got the Super Nintendo bundle and the NES bundle for free when you purchase online with the Switch, which is great, you get about 30 games of each, and they just updated it actually to add Donkey Kong Country to the Super Nintendo lineup, um, that's all fine, but I would have honestly preferred five games of each, like, just saying, this is a gift, so, like, thankful regardless, but I think it would have been much nicer to have five games of each, um, just, you know, the top titles of the NES, Super NES, and the N64, um, because I really think that would have opened up a lot of eyes and just, um, you know, added people to the brand, and not saying they have to do that, they have their own brand, they have their own fans that they will forever have, but just for a younger audience and allowing that sort of opportunity, I think would have been just fantastic. Anyways, I'm a little rambled out of <clears throat> my podcast here, but uh, thanks for listening, and I hope you stay tuned for my next one. Thank you, and check out my handle, Nerdified Gamers, over on YouTube, Twitter, and my new Facebook page, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.